podcasting from Lagos, Nigeria. You are listening to New Zone with Brown, a podcast committed to discussing relationship matters with reference to personal experiences from an open-minded standpoint to provide you with insights to have the best relationship experience. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Brown. Hello and welcome to The Zone. Today we reached the climax of the I Do series and I'd like to thank everyone who has reached out to me, you know, sharing how much maximizing singlehood and balance in marriage as and is being of help to them. Today, once again, I am delighted to have the Okutepas in the zone with me to share from their wealth of experience, you know, by answering questions, in answering questions that I've received concerning relationships from you, my beloved listeners. For those who don't know them, um, I'm, I'm wondering, where exact, exactly have you been? But then, it's fine. Let me introduce them to you once again. Ochuli and Julia Okitepa are a couple who have for many years now blessed singles and married alike with the ministry God has entrusted into their hands. That's the relationship and marriage ministry. Please, if you're yet to follow them on Instagram, quickly get to it. You'll find them on Instagram at relationship and marriage. They've also written very insightful books such as Help I'm in Love and Obi and Wifey Checklist. And um, if you're in Lagos and you'd like to get any of these books, I'm your go-to girl. Just holler at me for your purchase, yeah? Please welcome once again to The Zone, Ocholi and Julia Okutepa. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you for that fabulous introduction. That's ah. amazing. <laughs> that <I'm... laughs> All right. Thank you. So it's, um, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for having us on your you once again. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's just, you know, shoot right into this. Today we are uh, dealing with questions that I've asked my listeners to send that, and I promised them that would, you know, answer as candidly as possible. So I have like a whole range of questions here and I must confess that some of these questions has sensitized me of relationship issues that I have previously thought to be uncommon. But I trust that by the grace of God and the wealth of experience that both of you has that both of you have rather as counselors and you know as relationship experts you'll be able to give very very helpful answers to these questions so are we ready yeah sure we're ready shoot <laughs> okay so the first question is actually a case in point this person um gave me a scenario of a woman who wants the children who wants their children to attend a particular school According to him, he said this school is uh, the school where the children of the class that the wife is trying to keep up with 
attends. The man, however, has tried explaining to the woman that the school fees is beyond what they can afford, but the woman has refused to see reason. Is then asking that what should he do? Okay. Um, when it comes to marriage, uh, marriage is, is a journey of continual dialogue. Um, hmm. you, are going to, you are going to have weakness, weaknesses show up here and there. Um, her attempt to keep up with the Joneses, if I use that expression, is <laughs> it's a kind of weakness. There are people who are not mm. living for themselves. They are living for um, the pressure they face. You know, unfortunately, mm. uh, we have a way of making it look like peer pressure is something that applies to teenagers. Peer pressure mm. is a thin thing. Peer, peer mm. pressure is pressure that comes from any pair. Finish. You know, so... Mm. Uh, she's struggling with that. Now, you go back to the foundational principles of maintaining unity in a home. That's what the man needs to do. You know, it's, okay. not, every time, it's not every time we must win on our point. I mean, mm. a lot of men listening are going to find what I'm saying too condescending to below their mark or below uh, <laughs> the impression they have to have as men. There are things mm. you compromise on because to gain your partner, ultimately, you need to first compromise in certain things. What are the things mm. you compromise on? Things that they will not bulge. Things that they will not shift ground on at any rate. Things that have brought them to the point where they are ready to walk away from the marriage if you don't bulge. Now, it is not that, for instance, they say, no, I, I will go into prostitution. If you don't agree, I will go out. No, that's a different class. You know? Okay. You categorize it into things that everybody can have opinion on. In this matter, they can both have an opinion. Now, you are not adding to the category things that are abominable, things that are sinful. It is not sinful in itself that she wants the children to attend so and so school. If I, if you listen to her, there will be there will be great arguments in favor of that move. So okay. he do. You also don't compromise flatly. You you compromise with reasons. Okay. One, two, three on the table, I cannot. I want to provide for my family. I want to be responsible for my family. I can't afford it. So how are you hoping we afford it? And as leader of this home, I also would not approve loan or borrowing or so-so and so for educational purpose. Because hmm. this, this, this. So, you know, it's just like what the Bible said. He said, come, let's reason together. Come. God himself, oh. he said, say you have to, he said, bring your strong point. Let's talk. So hmm. most times what happens is when you give a wall of resistance, you even lose the person. Hmm. So, and don't throw the accusation. You just want to keep up with the justice. You want to do it. You, you have scatter everything. So agree. Look, oh, I like good thing like you. It's a very good thing. But see my reasons. Channel your, you know, and the reason I'm emphasizing this is see, more marriages are failing all over the world, not because the women are not weak, but because the men will not lead. Hey, and then, uh, so this person, I, need, I need you to say that again. That it carries a lot of punch. Like, please say that again. All right. More so more marriages are failing in this world. Not because the women are weak. Yes, they have weaknesses, but because the men won't lead. And I'm going to, you know, wow. you see, I'm taking time on this question. I'm passionate about this. 
Hmm. We feel so powerful, we don't even think there's power in dialogue. Hmm. Do you understand? So we just feel hmm. everything that goes on in the house has to come by command and control. I'm sorry, a man asked this question and it appears I'm turning on him. <laughs> We're so powerful. So we don't even know the power of dialogue. We just think that power has to do with command and control. That's problem. Power hey. is not about command and control. She's also human. She's entitled to a view. And if you project to her face, that look, this thing you're just doing, you just want to struggle to look like they are they, or look like the Sholas, or look like the so-so-and-so, you have already finished that. Because yeah. there are certain things you say to people, they become defensive till they die. Why? They want to prove you wrong. So right. I, don't close your eyes to the weakness part. Agree that there's something good in what she's trying to do. Then reason it. Do you know you can reason her out of that weakness? You can reason her out of the weakness. Now, let me cap this up. It is after you have dialogue with strong point and she doesn't have point strong enough that I say, my wife, as the leader of this home, I veto that decision. They will not go there. Hmm. But if you just go straight and say, that is your problem. Every time you want to be like neighbors, you want to be like this. Look at this useless woman. You have finished everything. There's a hmm. point as a man when you veto a decision, even when her weakness is boiling like water on fire, all the things you said in the dialogue, we get the best of her. She'll so go back and say, but the man has point to Because how do you deal wow. with weakness? You deal with weakness with information. You don't, you don't bully weakness. You dismantle yeah. weakness by superior argument. Okay, so this next question, <laughs> this question, uh, this person says that I think all the theories of marriages I have listened to is one of the reasons I'm still unmarried, according to this person. He said, because it's like I won't start looking for perfection. So what's the line between theory and practical? The male continues, he says, for instance, we have seen people that had a child out of wedlock go on to have successful marriages. A woman that moved into a man's house without being married and they are still together 30 years after and counting. Theories will tell you that none of these things work, but practically we have seen it work. And that's where the meal ends. So I, I guess the person is asking, you know, why should I do it by the book when people are, you know, breaking the rules and it's working out for them seemingly? Okay, let me let me start. Julia would we'll, we'll cap up on this. Uh, okay. first thing, first things first, the judge shall live by faith, not by facts. Mm. You know, um, let me be honest with you. Some of the some of the richest guys in the world. If I, if you look at the Forbes list, I, I don't think I've seen any tongue-talking believer there. See, huh. we must to first of all get the foundational basis of obedience right first yeah. you know at the end of the day god is not going to line us up and say whose own worked, whose own did not work he's going to mm -hmm. line us before asked us who pleased me finish yeah. who pleased me as we speak in this lockdown, single people are locked down with people they are not married to simple there's no go come about it they are not dying thunder is not striking 
But the day of who pleased me will come. Let's get that fact straight and right. Every time I come to the issue of adultery or fornication, cohabitation, uh, the people flouted all the rules and they appear happier, it's first of all a question of God does not police us to get honor because he wants it to flow from us. So all of us go back to that question. Pop and plain. People come from man's house to lead choir as a or to lead song in, in church now, both small and big church. I'll be prayer meeting safe. Exactly. So what are we talking about? Does he appear to hmm. work? Yes. People mount pulpit and give testimony that is a lie. Lie in the sense that what they did to get it and not glorify God. Hmm. So is it that they become hmm. example? That you know, scripture is co complete. Bible says. When sinners entice you, consent that no. When they say to you, come, let's lay wait. I mean, they'll give you formulas that work. That's my first point. Number two, mm. people always exaggerate other people's success mm. because they are not in it. I repeat, people often exaggerate other people's success because they are not in the details of See, some women you see smiling are smiling because when they come out, what else should they do to cover shame? For instance, there are people that have been married 30, 40 years. Husband is a confirmed cheat. They are just managing it. As simple as that. There are people, let me tell you, are they unbelievers who have gone on to be happy? Yes. But if you look at the word of God, they're still missing the core of life. What does it profit mm. a man to gain the whole world, including its happiness, and lose his soul? So, I cannot still use you as an example if your soul is going to be lost. So there are unbelievers who practice basic principles that keep a home. See, there are unbelievers, hmm. but not because they are believers, so they have trained themselves over time on faithfulness is not part of them. If I look at believers and surprise, why are you struggling with unfaithfulness? Hmm. There are unbelievers like that. By Bible says by use, you gain mastery. I mean, hmm. if you're never used to going out or doing this, there are unbelievers who don't drink at all, as in no type of alcohol, no explanation of what is acceptable, none. That will be lost like that. Do I get what I'm saying? Now, yeah. the reason why the Bible warns repeatedly is because that's why you may have noticed, even in my teachings, I cannot carry an unbelieving family as example, and I'll give you why. The reason why the Bible warns us very clearly if you're, uh, what to look at as example is if I endorse by using as example a people who do not project faith, Every mm. of their weakness that goes against the faith becomes also an implied example, whether I mention it or not. So mm. they were habiting before they chose to marry, or like the Western world puts it, they are partners. His partner is pregnant. Mm. Then 10 years down the line, the Nazi he proposed with three children to back. <laughs> and they say they are now married. That's an insult on God. No matter how posh they look in public, I cannot use their example to teach anybody. Because in using their example and flouting the word of God from start to finish, a man should not live with a woman he's not married to. That's what caused John the Baptist's head. It's just that my generation would like to preserve our head. 
So we can't say the hmm. truth. That's all that caused John the Baptist's head, truth. But we like our head. In fact, some people listen to this podcast who insult me from Genesis to Revelation. Useless, nonsense. That's how they frustrate people. That's what we are so that some people will not give us frozen revelation. I say, look at that useless one. Look at what he's talking about. I know you know what I mean. Hmm. So we need to get the facts right. That first is an issue of honor. Number two, we are not in the details for us to be able to conclusively say what people's experiences are. Forget social hmm. media. Especially those that have money. Money can silence, can silence dysfunction. Believe me. Hmm. Money silences dysfunction. Okay, to add to what he's saying, you know, okay. um, a lot of people go by um, principles, what they learn, and they totally flout uh, a relationship with God. Hmm. You know, there's a reason why God sent the Holy Spirit to be a helpmeet. You know, yes. as, no matter how you play by the book, you 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 read, um, uh, you follow people's talk or relationship, you find that a lot of times it doesn't work for you the way you want it to work or the way you expect it to work because you are you are you are losing a vital and important personality in the whole. Uh, matter, the Holy Spirit. Hmm. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. All truth, yes. So what is the truth for your life? What is God's expectation for your life? If you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit with all the principles, right principles to say uh, to add, because a lot of principles that we get, uh, I don't know the person's source, I hope it's, you know, godly principles. A lot of hmm. principles tell you 10 ways to get your man, 10 ways to uh, get and keep your woman or man, you know, are not godly mm. principles. There's, there's a lot of adulteration going on. So, mm. first of all, is the person getting information from the right source? Everything you get, check, check it against your Bible. There's a lot that God has put in place in Proverbs. Check it. Is it in line with God, uh, God's word? Then, of the Holy Spirit, because uh, when 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 you look at uh, a lifetime you have to live, and the fact that we can't see the future, then we should trust the one who does, that can lead mm. us to the right person, where we wouldn't have so much regret and wishing that we had done it the right way. Because the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. A lot of people are committed to to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. They want mm. to get the, the, the principles, the web, uh, and stuff like that. The Bible says the, lat, the, the letter kill it, um, but the spirit gives life. That means the, the <laughs> words, yes, they don't necessarily lead to life, but it is the spirit, the, the spirit addition of the spirit, yeah, yes, yeah. that gives life. So the spirit will guide you. He will lead you based on the right principles that you've gotten. Let him direct you. Do this, do that you know, and lead you into mm. uh, in the right direction. Like a, a, a story I heard of a couple that got married. She was single for a while and was wondering why things were not working for her. Well, you know, she tried mm. so many things and it 
it wasn't just working. So she decided to wait on God and just take time to just spend in the presence of God and just waiting for God and God, as in, this is me, this is my issue, you know, sort me out. And I, uh, God led her to go to a gym, like on and off, like just go to a gym. So she, she actually obeyed. Uh, God registered in a gym. And that very day she met a man, a godly man. And hmm. he, he on that very, that was his very last day in the gym too. He was going on to oh, start. Wow. Yes. And that's how they met. So sometimes. Say that again. <laughs> it was his last day in the gym because he was starting oh, well, that... of his own. After wow. that, he was never going to have to come there as he were. Wow. So if she, if she, had, if she had missed that opportunity, if she had missed that window, that period. have had to go into a board meeting to see how to rearrange how it work <laughs> out of mess. Wow. You know, so a lot of practicality wow. uh, of how these things work is actually through the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Oh, Lord. Right. So this third question, this person says, I think I'm noticing violent tendencies in my fiancé. Though it is really directed at me, I have heard from his friend how he sometimes breaks stuff when he's angry. How can I find out for certain the level of his anger issues if he does have them? Sister, you're still waiting to find out. You know, I'm sure to be sure. <laughs> you know, the thing is, um, a lot of things are subpedal uh, till after marriage. Then hmm. all all uh, things will let loose, and you hmm. you impact of the things you have been noticing. So when, it whether is, it's Evan or L, one of them will not let loose in marriage. Yes, in fact, hmm. everything that you are seeing in courtship will be magnified in marriage really hmm. so if she's seeing these tendencies not withstanding that you are seeing now that it's a it's not directed at you wait wait if you wait long enough and marry this person <laughs> will be. yes because Hi. you are going to be uh in close proximity with this person you are going to be there morning day and night you are going to hmm. be at person's waking moment and the truth is it will turn on you of course there are red flags that you shouldn't ignore okay the only angle i'll add to that which we uh, touch on the other side of the coin is that if all you know about this potential abuse is what his friends say then you have an investigation to do yes okay. in it mm -mm. but it's not directed at her. Mm -mm. the friend said she also did I get you right? That she, she said she she said she's she noticed, but that the only um evidence I be the only concrete thing she can lay hand on is what the friend told her. Okay, now I'll still continue my point. If if concrete evidence um only exists in the words of the friend, she may have to observe a little more for herself to see. Number one, she should not disregard her intuition. Her intuition okay. is already picking up problem. So mm -hmm. what you do with intuition is to find facts. So since the friend is offering 
but the friend is in himself, not the fact. Are you getting? Or in mm -hmm. fact, she can rely on. She needs to know for herself because friends, for diverse reasons, can do yeah. and undo. Uh, hey, before the friend for something. Exactly. Before the friend is just jealous of uh, his progress, yes. I want to help him stop it. You know, there mm -hmm. are diverse reasons why a friend may a friend may may may, may snitch on their friends. So yeah. now the reason she's got to take this serious to start with is her intuition is already picking it, even though she has not seen sign of it. A part of the thing I do to I, I I tell people to do when they come to this crossroads, they are not a lot. Number one, if you are moving at 60 kilometers per hour, or let me say 120 kilometers per hour, reduce the speed to like 60. Or if you try 80, what do mm -hmm. I mean? If introduction was next month, find reason why it would be three months time. If so marriage was supposed to be two months time, you need to give more time. You know, yesterday I was pathetically speaking to somebody, as in my my wife froze in the car when I was talking. I said, <laughs> it is as far as I am concerned. Listen to that lady, the guys, the guys, the guy is clinically sick. He just. Hmm. He's just a sick person walking around. He will kill with ease. Kill. Wow. In, yeah. But, you know, words for me that stood out in our conversation, he has so many people blinded around who don't even understand why she's out. Hmm. I'm talking marriage, not relationship. Two, wow. he blindsided even her so much that it was until the marriage... And in fact, the welcoming speech, as she puts it, when you are done and you feel honeymoon begins and a man sits you down and gives you ground rules from head to toe. Eh? And, yes. I mean, oh, I don't to more details. Since I speak to a lot of people, let somebody not stumble on this and any detail I give will pinpoint who. Because I speak to... Oh. I'll just keep it as hypothetical as this. You know, because... If, if I go into the detail, you just end this podcast at this point. The words she repeated has been told wow. as come in. <laughs> you know, see, some things you see in movies, eh? you see some of those criminal investigation movies where they're going through psychopathic behavior and all of that. You see, yeah. these things are real in counseling. Some believers, you know, everything looking good. Pastor backing every, I mean, everybody just, ah, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Oh, ah, brother Jezebel is it. Brother Jezebel. Hey, you support massive, love around massive. My God. Total disorder. So when you My pick God. on it, you begin your own investigation, slow things down. As hmm. you slow things down. You know, when I hear people say, time is not on my side. My sister, people who have entered madness, hmm? time time became so slow, like, like a thousand micro nanoseconds. Hmm. In suffering. Time is so slow inside suffering. A day is like a thousand years. Jesus. So, it's to tell yourself the truth. Hmm. Let me, there's an expression I used yesterday and I see one other person. I have seen late marriages work and early marriages fail. Hmm. I, I repeat, I have seen late marriages work and early marriages fail. So, you know, hmm. it's, it's, we need to sit back. I said, sit back. 
sit back very well and slow things down and make more investigation. In fact, you may be shocked where he would explode on that lady is the day she suggests the slowdown. Because most times, hmm. people who, who, who are struggling with such issues and have not dealt with it, one of the things they hate is anything that slows the process. I've observed most of those marriages, the speed was next to none. They just meet, everything looks good. What are we waiting for? The money is there. The this is that. That's why when some churches are making it look like you must spend at least this X minimum number of months, people even get angry. You know, before you know it, pa, 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 married. Then you get welcome address. Oh. <laughs> Inside you, you can't go out. You know, you're a believer. <laughs> Continue. Jesus. <laughs> and, and then a lot of uh, a lot of times because uh, most times most times the ladies are the victims well nowadays mm. even men are victims but most times you find out that uh, ladies are victims and the truth is towards the altar now a lot of ladies are walking towards the altar lying to themselves you know they know mm. the truth people around you would not be privy to the to to the you know deep facts of the matter but you know mm. you shouldn't lie to yourself if you know that see i shouldn't be with this person because of this um, anger traits i'm uh, witnessing his abusive mm. tendencies and some of the worst abuse really are, are not physical uh, you know mental mm. abuse is, is very real is very mm. real People have gone suicidal because of just what they keep hearing from their spouses, you know. So hmm. you shouldn't lie to yourself. You shouldn't look around and say, but we've gone this far. We've done this. We've done that. If you are seeing red flags, so far as you have not yet said, I do, and oh, tie the knot. Oh, far, Baba. Oh, far, Baba. Our far can. Families are involved. <laughs> all right then so this next question this person says that okay this one is married um she said i've okay she yes she she said i've been married for eight months now and i've been struggling with the issue of oral sex. My husband likes it, but I don't. In as much as he has tried to downplay the situation, I am concerned it might become an issue as we continue in marriage. What do I do? My sister, this is your question, Sha. Hmm. Ah. Okay, so... <laughs> All right, first... first First things first, um, there there, 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 there are two doctrinal differences between denominations on this. I'll clarify that doctrine is setting rules and order for the effective operation of local assemblies. When you talk about denominational doctrine. Now, the doctrine of Christ is the general doctrine, that's the word of God. Yes. God left his own doctrine for us, black and white, for the entire body. But because mm. of Corinthians 14, 40, let things be done decently and in order, speaking in the context of a particular local assembly, that's why I say to people, first of all, if this church believes this or believes that, don't argue. 
if you can be there under that doctrine, fine. So the first if thing I, exactly. First thing I'll ask her is now this seems to be personal, not uh, not because um, a doctrine says this or yeah. that. Now, my answer to is not going to regard any particular doctrine. Thank God you didn't introduce me in the name of any church. Okay. Uh, yes. So I'm going to stay with the word. Now, the problem okay. is a lot of people's minds have been abused when it comes, not negative abuse now, or have been conditioned when it comes to sexual issues in certain direction based on their experiences, their culture, or the doctrine of the church where they are coming from. Hmm. So, you get a lot of our perceptions are shaped by these places. Hmm. Um, another thing is you may have personal opinion on certain things that can shape hmm. your ideology. Hmm. So now, sex is more than what it is taken to be. And especially when we teach premarital classes or couples to be, we emphasize these things. Hmm. Uh, get all manner of argument. The only sexual practice we see God frown at heaven and earth day and night, attack it, hate it, is homosexualism. Even within the context of that conversation, if you look at it closely, you will realize that mm. God did not cause anything. Let me put it in, in in Ryan Bonke's word, that goes through the, the exhaust. Or, or it was, it, uh, sorry, Miles Monroe. He said, that place well, is for only expelling something. Eh? God exits. But he yeah. explained another thing. Every other point you are talking about is an entry point, not an exit point. As it where? What do you do yeah. through your mouth? You taking something. What did you do to your ear? You're taking words or you're taking hearing, right? Now, I'm right. not going to details of that petty explanation. Long and short, God frowns so much. See, there is sin in the Bible. There's abomination. God considers adultery, for instance, sin. Wrong. He hates it. God okay. considers everything we talked about sodomy in the Bible as abominable unto him. Why? For mm. example, going through a channel God says is the channel, but with the person you should not will offend God. But going through a channel he did not even endorse for anybody because abominable to him. That's why he says in the New Testament that those who change the use, the natural use that God placed, and who burned in their loss, man for man, woman to woman, are you get so that one is no no? He said he gave them up to their vile passions. Hmm. Now, for the I don't like Ora says gang. I have news for you. Is your personal is your personal opinion? Hmm. Marriage sex should be mutual. So I'm not saying the man should say I heard one podcast today. They say you are wrong. Lie down there. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> and even in marriage yeah, that is not consensual in, 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 in agreement is still rape, the law rape yeah. you. do you get so mm -hmm. this is one of those points you come to come let's reason together because I wonder mm -hmm. why I'm trying not to get too graphic but I wonder why 
people will accept other practices that is not exactly penetration in a sexual context in marriage, but fight one particular one. There are points you can you see. It's okay to tell your spouse, I'm, I'm kind of very sensitive, so I get easily irritated. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Work on it. Mm-hmm. So people don't mention the reasons behind this thing. My sister, when I'm approaching there, it's to be a just work harder. You know, there are many around these things. Hygiene, you know, then conviction. Sometimes somebody is still in face. The man or whoever is concerned has to also be patient. Then conversations go on. Let me be honest with you. I have seen from other people and my example as a, a person that no matter what you think you know, sexuality, you grow in it like anything in marriage as the years roll by. So the person who wants should be patient. The person who doesn't want should also patiently consider. Because when you look at it back and forth, their conscience is not kicking their sin. Something is just in their mind saying, no, 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 not that one. (laughs) Not that one. Me? No, no. Uh, we have counseled people like that. You just say, calm, don't worry. Don't come under pressure. Unfortunately, this thing begins to affect the marriage because the person is under pressure. Before I know if fear enters, hope my husband is not going to get it somewhere else. Or maybe somebody, uh, why is he asking for uh, yeah. me? Yeah. That's what she's asking because she's beginning to fret that he might, you know. Don't do it out of fear. Don't live in fear. Rather, begin to give it consideration. Hmm. As far as a sexual request in marriage is not a sin. Like I tried to show you that, look, in the context of marriage, for instance, some people, let me, let me get as, as direct as possible. I was avoiding too many things. For okay. instance, what is kissing? Kissing is a type of oral sex. Because it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What is sex? Oh. What is sexual pleasure? Like in one of my articles that I explained the difference between greet your brother with a holy kiss. Why did Paul distinguish it? Because there's a kissing that is sexual. Mm, true. The kissing that arouses is sexual. You know, people just make it look like it's on this, uh, uh, the mouth gets involved with a sexual organ that uh, uh, is oral sex. Hello? I thought your fingers were for eating alone. Why is he getting involved in sex? Mm. Is that what I'm saying? Just say this particular one, I'm having problem with it. And what do you do to problem? You bring information to handle it. Mm. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, mm. every, everything you do that arouses your partner is sexual. Handy sex, oral mm. sex, looking sex, mm. winking sex. <laughs> no, let me bring it home. Because people, okay. okay, so if the person who has this question is listening, so you think sex starts and finishes with, lie down there, enter, come out. No, you do many things. Hmm. And the two for those many things, their primary function is not sex. For instance, you use your hand to handle, you use it to carry food, you use your mouth to eat, right? Yeah. My wife has been begging me to calm down. I singles are also listening to this. <laughs> so I hope with this few points, I can stop here. <laughs> Here's the point part. The, the next question is even, I think, from a single person because this person says, I'd like to know if it makes sense to get 
sexual experience while sing- okay she said oh i'd like to make sense to i'd like to know if it makes sense to get theoretical sexual experience while single so that i can be well informed in marriage this is to answer let me quickly say this then she will give you answer okay. to start with to start with don't try it Marriages yeah. are failing because people got into experienced. God's original design was for your sexuality to be crude. Then two of you enter and use your body to learn sex in a way that you are you become hooked on what you learned with. But people now going to that's why I tell people who have been in the world who are not children of God to regain their singlehood in Christ, where the past is taken away. If not, when you before you know it. You marry John. <laughs> then you are judging John by the standards of Paul. Then when Paul yeah. is even looking weak, you, you just import Stanley and yeah. judge him with. You know? Then when you earn Stanley's style, you not really work. You just look for a maker's style and say, John, you are failing. Whether you vocalize it or not, you verbalize it or not, your mind is, John, you are, you are a fool. See you. Yeah. You yeah. put a maker to me. A maker will make me scream. People down three streets used to hear. <laughs> So, you know, see, number two, overexposure. That's why my wife was stopping me in the last question. Overexposure to certain details will simply whip up your body. But we are not awaken this time. So, even in our teachings, like some couples we counsel personally towards their marriage, it just took that line. There are subjects we hold on to until literally one week. So even in our general premarital class, if I will know somebody, they are married now. The premarital class, they attend, the last one they attended before their wedding, when we came to the subject of sex, they kind of left disappointed. They told me personally, it was, it was in fact, their own, it was the week of their marriage, after they married, that I sent them some, some hardcore materials. I've given couples books that involve the sexual part. I, I seal up the sexual part. We'll continue all the other lectures. And I leave a note, open this part after your wedding. Because mm. you cannot wait. There are things, see, there are things allow sleeping dogs to lie before you mm. find yourself sexual trouble. Babe, uh, there's this scripture, you know, uh, that uh, sexual, this thing, uh, this thing, but marriage is strong enough to continue. First Corinthians chapter 7, message translation. It first of all recognizes and identifies that we live in a world of sexual disorder. But marriage is strong enough to contain it in a world of sexual disorder. That's First Corinthians chapter seven, message translation. Let me open it uh, but precisely. Marriage is strong enough to contain it. Enough to contain it. Yes. So it, it tells you there's problem. The <laughs> container is marriage. So why should you? And it needs a strong container. Hmm. Do you understand? A so, very strong container. So why should you activate thoughts when you don't have the container? Hmm. Do you get? It will go wild. Do you understand? Hmm. So that's why you have a lot of single people on the streets hunting not for love, but for who to sleep with them. When they think, catch you, bagam, no container. Do you understand? Hmm. See, every time we have had sexual uh, heightened sexual temptation as single people, it was because we allowed exposure to certain things. I agree. That. So minus that, exposure. That, that totally makes sense. Yes. Most times you realize that the more you keep yourself from certain exposure, it looks like, ah, is my libido going low? No, it's not going low. 
it is that you kept yourself away from certain information, certain environment. Certain... So don't over-interact with, uh, over with even principles that can put you in trouble. This next question, it's a bit, and our time is fast spent, but then, I guess maybe I have to break it down or something. This person, I, I'm guessing, is a single person because the question says, this lockdown period has been really tough on me. Yeah, she's single. Being a single lady living alone, the need for a companion, particularly a lover or husband, sometimes is so deep that I find myself a bit unhappy. I recognize, however, that this is largely due to the absence of sufficient physical activities I would hitherto have occupied myself with. What would you advise that I do? Shina said, I'm pleased. Don't tell me to pray. I'm already doing that. LOL. <laughs> okay. Uh, interesting. You know, um, I, I, I always uh, say this. Any emotion you feed will grow. Hmm. Every emotion you starve will eventually die. I remember you said that on balancing marriage. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's a very vital principle. So if I'm I'm feeling that way, and I begin to you know pick up novels, romance novels in this lockdown, and begin to read. You can predict the results in a few days' time. Try. I'm you understand? That one. <laughs> you, you begin to feel mushy. You begin to feel the loneliness. Yeah. You begin yeah. to feel desire, you know, mm. you know, it, it, uh, to, to be with somebody, a, 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 a partner or something like that. And then the truth is, um, if you begin to turn your attention to something else, something else that interests you. Maybe you are learning a new skill. You are... Uh... Now you are going too religious for them. Hmm. This, this <laughs> wonders. Let's take the warning. And let me go high. Let me go low. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> you see those romance novels you are reading, watching romantic movies, it will hmm. make you remember your regrets. You know, hmm. people... People have been making the mistake of thinking they can use alternatives like palliatives. You know, they are supposed to be giving palliatives now that they have locked us up. People think mm. palliatives will solve the hunger. It will not. To fire it. <laughs> Shutting mm. the doors on the hunger is your first survival strategy. Shutting the door. Yeah, shut it. Mm. It is not living in self-denial. You know when people tell me, eh, eh, this is... Who told Adam what they call breast? He saw his body wake up. Even if you go celibate, uh, emotional celibacy, actual celibacy, all the celibacy, when your man or woman stands in front of you, your body will answer. Don't be afraid mm. to shut the door. Shutting the door is your salvation. So I don't want to go uh, religious on you and, uh, like, since you are warning. To tell you, eh, do this. I won't even go to detail. You know other things to do. You know. I'm telling you. Mm. You say you're already, you're already doing one. Let me give you an example. See, Joseph would have bangered and bongoed Potiphar's wife, left, right, center. 
he would have done it very well. Joseph was, in fact, tempted by Potiphar's wife. People will be shocked to hear this. See, in my own narrative, Joseph may have even found himself so trapped that he took that running. Why was his coat in the woman's hand? Hello? You know, sometimes we read the Bible without reading it in the right context. For instance, Jesus hmm. was tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. Who told you the thing was not catching Joseph? Who told you he was not erect? Who told you Joseph was not feeling the pressure? Who told you Joseph was not feeling like, just, just kiss small and go, kiss, kiss, just small, small. All of that was together. In fact, ancient, wow. history, ancient history says that at the time, Joseph was uh, coordinating things in the, in the shrine of Potiphar's house. So the woman came in, took off her clothes, and covered the face of the idol and said, even the gods are not watching. Joseph was standing with a naked woman, the eyes of the gods covered. Then Joseph had to explain to her, yes, that your gods are made with hands and you can cover their face, but I have a God in heaven watching. Hmm. That's ancient, history. ancient Jewish history has that to say. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the hmm. temptation is already real. You need to now shut the door on it. And if Joseph did not say that, and Joseph just believed, well, actually, who's watching? Now that'll be the end. Hmm. And you know, while this question does not go into this, me, I'm going to touch certain things. So me, I, I'm not afraid to touch it. You see, masturbation yeah, yeah. is on high this period. You see, pornography yeah. it has skyrocketed this period. Why? Nobody's watching. Hmm. <laughs> Somebody's watching. Of course, somebody's watching. People are coming seeking counseling. I am married, but I am still addicted to pornography or masturbation. Do you know? Satan doesn't do anything as an event. He does everything as a chain. Everything connects to another thing until destruction is waiting. So everything Satan does is a chain. So look at this period and ask yourself, for real, for real, at the end of this, see, more believers in that position are going to come out of this lockdown totally spiritually drained, Jesus. feeling you condemned, struggling with condemnation because the devil has enough fact to put you in the face and say, look, I useless you and you say I'm a Christian. What did hmm. you say? The insulting person that was living with man, you, did you not literally live with men on your phone? Hmm. I, I, now, if you don't shut the door, let me tell you nothing that happened. You start letting in people you should never let in. Fools and idiots that you consider fools and idiots will suddenly command your attention because you want to sext. So I'm not hmm. going to let's let's when we call a spade a spade, you now realize that I don't need to even tell you what to use, start knowing what to do. For instance, somebody will listen to this and just realize there are people who have been chatting with men that they are not worth it. Right. I need I need to stop. I think the attention is not leading me anywhere. You, you know relationship that can go somewhere. You know this one is just feeding a hunger, an inordinate hunger, or hunger that is not yet time for. Hmm. And if I if you're like inspiring me to also do a live something about this matter, because it's very <laughs> good. See, maybe, maybe maybe you should. I, I think you should. You see this thing we're talking about. Tom, thank you for the encouragement. I I'll go and check my data after this. See, <laughs> you, you see, you see this thing, you see this thing we are talking about. <laughs> You see this thing we are talking about? If you don't shut certain doors, some prayers you have been praying 
you are going to delay them with your own hand. Try. You will stop God by himself. You will tell God, hold on. People are going to come out of this. Many people are going to come out of this emotionally wrecked. As in, hmm. people who have made 10 years progress will give themselves five years backward emotionally hey. on top of, on top of this. Which is, which, is, which is bad. As in, it is it is not what to do to yourself. Why, why am I saying this? See, you need to look at this season as either an opportunity to move forward or an opportunity for the devil to be destructive in your life. That's yeah. the honest truth. Is that emotion true? Yes. Is it genuine? Yes. Is it time? No. What do you do to think yeah. that it's not time? You put them away. You know, now somebody say, see the way you're just sounding, you just sound like preacher, put them away. Let me shock you. People are wishing they are married. Inside this same lockdown, some people, married people are wishing they were single. Hmm. A lot of people just feel lockdown is about you put your head on the shoulder, it just rocks you. The pressures are taken away. Oh my god, you just compact. <laughs> For you, oh my god, oh my god, you just have sex for breakfast, you have it for lunch, you have it for dinner. Announcement to the singles more married this period. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. People have had it difficult in marriage because of lockdown. Quote me where. In the U.S., wow. I saw statistics that divorce attorneys were being contacted in a historic number. Hmm. People just realized I married you. How? <laughs> <laughs> so see, single people leave that thing. More marriages are frustrated this period. People are realizing I'm not your friend. I'm not together hmm. with you. Me and you, we don't flow. Me and I say we have been hiding in work, hiding in uh, uh, busy, hiding in this, hiding in that. All our hiding points. Yeah. See me and you. We're in trouble. Okay. Okay. That's, yes, that's what people are experiencing. You know. Okay. So let's let's call a spade a spade. Let's call okay. a spade a spade. Ah, wow, this is loaded. I just have to get to the last question now because really, we can't take any more questions. But I think this one we need to address. He says, what is your view on getting married to someone who already has a child? What am I to expect and how should I cope? Ah, well, since you spoke about our page earlier, <laughs> you better go to at Relationship and Marriage on Instagram. Uh, mm -hmm. I've written about this. But first things first, if you are the one with a child, that's not a bad to having a beautiful uh, future. Number two, if the other person is the one with a child, that's not a bad also to having a beautiful future. Uh, oh. A few things just have to be in place. I'll just quickly rush and highlight so that um, okay. you get in perspective. Number one, know that you're about to enter a relationship that's unique and different from other relationships. Why? There's a child involved and invariably the child has a parent. Uh, it takes two to have a child. Um, yeah. no matter what science does that's still the fact even if they plug it from the woman or plug from the man and place inside a, a bottle it takes two uh, whether known or unknown in this case yeah. in our own civilization it's usually a human being not a they didn't put in any machine so yeah. uh, usually there's somebody 
and whether you like it or not, whether it's a case of divorce, baby mama, or relationship that didn't work or whatever, there's a human being. And that human being is going to invariably be connected to your marriage for as far as the child is a dependent before the child becomes mm. an adult. After the child becomes an adult, the child is going to invariably be connected to your union. Uh, mm. So number one, you, you, you have to ask yourself, how vital are all the relationships involved? You know, sometimes people just talk about um, in-law relationships you don't choose. When you're marrying somebody who's got a child or you're dating somebody who's got a child, there's also a relationship you do not choose. Their relationship with the other parent of the child and with the child. So you have to see their maturity in how they have handled that extra connection. Is that connection still vital? Is it moderate? Is it high? What level is that connection? You must find out to know about that. And not just to know, you must practically see it in operation that that relationship would not pose a threat to the growth of your own relationship. Uh, number two, you are going to have to ask if he has learned to, he or she has learned to find the balance between their child and you because you are spouse. A lot of people follow these persons and the person still has a higher threshold of love and respect for the child above the new partner. That in itself oh. is wrong. Why? Marriage is, uh, for this cause, a man will leave his father and mother. Now, if you can be told to leave father and mother, every other relationship can also be left. Like I always tell mm. my wife, own my children. They're just, they just beating time here. God just gave us a trust relationship to keep them until they're uh, independent enough to find their own life. So yeah. it's not because that person is a stepchild, but a child's relationship should not trump the relationship of partners. So mm. why he or she should find public balance to it, in the issue of priority of heart, if you are not going to come first, forget it. And it's not because you should be a bad person. And this is closely related to my next point. My next point, are you even ready to be a step-parent? Because, trust me, a lot of people are not ready for it. A lot of people are monsters. Mm. Some are not monsters because they are wicked. Some were nice people. But they, were, they did not even consciously realize that being step-parent is work. Heavy work. Hmm. People fail at it anyhow. You just begin to treat these people as threats. You begin to treat these people as devils. You begin to treat these people. No, 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 no. As in, being step parents is a mighty work. In fact, the work is so deep that if you are not close to the Holy Spirit, you will fail. You know, hmm. you are the one that has to sit and have the sharpest conscience in the world. People don't know that. To be step parents, hmm. Your conscience must be so sharp. If it is not sharp, you will turn out a monster. That even you, in your lucid moment, in law, we have what we call lucid moment. That's a mad person. When the person is temporarily okay, every mad person has it. This, that five minutes, two minutes, they just come mm. to their... You know, in your lucid moment, do you know a lot of step-parents in their lucid moment regret who they are? But they go back to being it like possessed people. You know, okay. so you also need to tell yourself, are you even ready to be a step-parent? Especially when your children are coming. Before you know it, for instance, if God just blesses the man or the woman, would you start wondering how to secure your own and lose your conscience towards the other? There are so many mm -hmm. questions when it comes to step-parenting. So these are these are a few things I can highlight. It's a full conversation that cannot, I don't think, to take to take a series of podcasts to 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 get uh, into all of them. I hope that this person is listening and I'm actually going to reply this particular mail and refer her to the page or refer him, whatever the case may be, to the page on Instagram so that they can follow up on post and, you know, educate yes. themselves more.
Yeah. Thank you so much, Sanma, for coming on my podcast once again. It's been a very splendid time with you. I have learned so much. I have laughed so hard. Thank you for being real. Thank you for giving us, you know, first-hand information and not holding anything back. I am very grateful, and I'm sure that my listeners are grateful as well. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you for us. Having for us. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay then. Thank you so much, and um, I really hope that this was insightful for everybody who listened. Whether you had a question or not, I'm sure you'd have learned one thing or the other. You have just listened to Mute Zone with Brown. I look forward to hearing from you. Please send me a mail at newzonewithbrown002 at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at nude underscore zone underscore with underscore brown and please do follow on Twitter at newzonewithb. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic week ahead. Jesus loves you.